Welcome to IO Talks, your source for real talks with real builders in the blockchain and IoT industry. I'm your host, Larry. The Internet of Things is vast and quickly becoming ingrained in a growing number of industry verticals. But the promise of IoT is arguably the greatest in the healthcare industry, which is now utilizing smart devices to capture more and more information about our bodies and activities. Whether it is a temperature check at the airport, a body fat scan at your home, or a blood test at a hospital, we rely on devices to learn more about our bodies than ever before. But this begs the question, where does all this data go? Hear the answer from our guests today, Roseanne and Ryan from HealthBlocks. Iotex is built with privacy and data ownership as first principles, and we're excited to see HealthBlocks extend this concept into the healthcare space. As the first recipients of an Iotex Halo grant, HealthBlocks is building a new preventative healthcare ecosystem on Iotex, which is powered by human-centered devices and clinics where everyday people can fully own their health data. We had a great chat about their vision, the state of healthcare today, and how blockchain and IoT will transform its future. We hope you enjoy. Hey, Iotex community. Today, we're going to be talking with the HealthBlocks team. We're going to be walking through what HealthBlocks does, how it works with IOTEX, and how it's really transforming the future of the healthcare industry with proactive healthcare and data ownership. Before we dive into all of that, I want to give Ryan and Roseanne a chance to introduce themselves. What's your background and how did you get into the HealthBlocks in the first place? Hello, yeah, thanks for having us. My name is Ryan. I have a background in science, business, and innovation, always working on the cross border of science and technology. I've always had a great interest in anything that's innovative, mostly on, on the technology side, preferably uh, looking uh, into human health and nature. That's a bit of a personal passion I have, really, really passionate about, about sustainability as well. But also due to my, my own personal interest in, uh, in human health, I wanted to combine uh, these interests and, and see how we can have people enjoy more healthy years in this time where the Western societies suffer from many lifestyle-related diseases. Thanks for that, Ryan. Roseanne, do you want to give a short intro? Yes, yeah. I'm Roseanne. I have a background in biomedical sciences. I'm a full-blown geek, and I'm pretty proud of that as well. Uh, I got into the biomedical sciences because I wanted to create more health. Uh, just like Ryan has, more from a sustainable perspective and technical perspective, I had it more from really the human body perspective, always being very fascinated about how the human body works, what we can do with it, um, and the process of health and disease. But during my studies, I noticed that we are spending a lot of time finding ways to cure diseases, because as a biomedical scientist, you are trained to be a scientist, to dig into problems, to dig into um, how diseases are, are originated and how we can treat them, or even better, how we can prevent them. But during my studies, we spend little time about what it means to be healthy. You know, we spend a lot of time about what diseases mean and how we can solve them, but we don't spend a lot of time thinking and learning about health. And it was something that captured me and I didn't let it go. So for the past five, six years already, we are doing numerous projects with our company, HealthBlocks, but also with our other company, Dependent Network, in finding ways like how can we make uh, preventive healthcare solutions that are scalable uh, and that can also fit into our modern day society that can help people enjoy more healthy years because that's i think something that we aim for in everything that we do uh, on a daily basis here at our at our companies 
That's great. You know, I think your mantra for health blocks really matches kind of the blockchain ecosystem in a lot of ways, right? It's kind of starting with curiosity about how we can redesign the world and how technology and policy and user experience kind of all fits together, right? And just looking at your website right now, it says the health blocks mission is to empower people to enjoy more healthy years by giving insight into their health status and providing them with personalized guidance giving people the data so that they can really make the decisions for themselves about how to just live a healthier lifestyle. So we'd love to hear from you guys, you know, how you guys came to this mission. It sounds like there's some personal journeys that you've been taking to kind of land upon this as kind of the future of healthcare. Yeah, for sure. So what we noticed is, is we spend a lot of time trying to observe and learn from what's going on in this world of healthcare and preventive healthcare and, and what we're doing. We, we spend a lot of time in the past five, six years. We always say we went on a digital and physical journey around the globe to, to speak to a lot of people, to learn from a lot of people, and to hear a lot of stories about healthcare systems, how they are created, what their origin is, but also what kind of trend lines they are in and what's happening in the space. I think in every Western society, or maybe in every society nowadays around, around the globe, we are in a big health crisis, right? Uh, a lot of people suffer from chronic diseases. Uh, healthcare expenditure is, is going crazy almost in every country. Uh, mm -hmm. When we talk about the Netherlands, for example, we are, most of the time, our healthcare system comes up in the top three or top five best healthcare systems in the world. Uh, but the reality as well is that here, the costs are increasing so rapidly that within uh, now in 20 years, in 2040, the healthcare cost will double until uh, 175 billion euros a year. Uh, probably during COVID, it will increase a little bit faster, maybe even. Uh, but when we hit that target, our, our healthcare system will be bankrupt. Our healthcare system is not sustainable at this moment. So we need to think about changes. And what we see now is a large burden of chronic diseases and lifestyle-related diseases is a big problem. Uh, maybe it's not the biggest problem, but the thing is, it's a preventable problem. It's something that we can work on. It's something that you can cure, that you can transform without going through the whole process of making new medicine or the medical process and a whole innovation and development that comes with that. You can do it on new and innovative ways, uh, but also the data there will become very, very important. For the challenge that we saw when we were looking at this problem is that nowadays we, we use our phones and our data for almost anything but it's just not integrated in our health, in our health journey throughout our lives, you know? We almost know nothing about our health. And that is something that stuck with us so deeply that we thought like, hey, we have to change that because there's an opportunity there. If we start monitoring our health better, we can also be better empowered and give more a personalized guidance for a personalized health journey created throughout our lives already. And in that way, create more prevention and also predictive medicine. So that, those are, I think, the two things, the unsustainable healthcare systems that we face nowadays, and also the opportunity in health data that, that is increasing, but also is not used to its potential. Um, that is the two things that we saw the most potential in for health blocks. Yeah, I think really grasping the potential of all of this, right? The way I think about it is the same way Bitcoin is for the financial system, right? It's not really overtaking the banks, but it's allowing people to own their financial well-being and you know, take more control of their cells. I think in the healthcare space, this is really important to think about. These health systems are so deeply ingrained at a national level, right? Whether you're talking about the Netherlands or the United States. From what I understand, what HealthBox is proposing is that 
you can kind of have these two things running in parallel. You can still have the main system that's more reactive care. When you have a serious issue, you can go in and get diagnosis from a hospital, but the turnaround time and that process and the ultimate control of your data is just not there, right? You're kind of using the hospital or the larger health system as a service. But what we're saying is kind of complementing this with more of a proactive and at home and even like a self-care type of perspective, right? So maybe walk us through a little bit about that, kind of the dynamics between the current health systems. I know all of them are different. Um, and also, you know, how that really plays into uh, the vision of how you design health blocks. Um, I think what you said there is, is really spot on. Um, before we started HealthBox, we've had a lot of discussions about what we were trying to achieve and uh, people were saying like, well, you're not going to win from the current healthcare systems, right? And we were like, well, it's not necessary that we want to remove the other healthcare system or the healthcare systems that are currently in place. It's just that they are very reactive and uh, they've done a very, very good job uh, for our health in general. And I still think if you have some acute problem, uh, the current healthcare systems, especially in the Netherlands, are one of the best systems out there uh, to help you with that. However, the, for the, the current diseases and problems we face regarding the health of our population, a reactive healthcare system is not the answer anymore. Uh, so we need to expand that by going towards a more proactive healthcare system. When we're looking at the hospitals right now, it's a, like you said, they're so ingrained, it's very difficult to innovate from there, right? So what we're trying to do with HealthBox is try to bring this technology that is currently out there into the homes of people. But at the same time, of course, we've seen that, that many corporations that are, are developing smaller healthcare solutions or monitoring systems uh, for people, that these companies present these, uh, these products and services at a very low price, sometimes even free, but at the same time, you're consenting to, to distribute your data to them and they can sell it towards third parties or, or whatsoever. We think that in the next few years, people should be really, really aware that your health data is, is the most precious data you probably have and uh, it should be yours. With HealthBox, we really want to make sure that that data is in your hands and whenever you choose to share it or a doctor wants to visit the, the data that you have, you should at least get a notification or you need to uh, approve something like that. Yeah, maybe to give a broad overview about yeah. what the health blocks concept uh, maybe is, or what we are designing is a proactive healthcare system that consists of a part of home monitoring. So we want to provide people with home monitoring devices like smart skills, smart blood pressure monitors, sleep monitors, all things like that. So we can collect more data about our health that is also related to lifestyle. So we can talk about the lifestyle and the health data uh, and combine it a little bit. Um, and then also we want to, a big part of it is that we're going to bring that data into a digital environment that is customers own their own data and, and are in charge of what happens to that data. But also in that it's a safe environment, of course, to collect the data and to store that data. But also from there, we want to do some analysis and let um, specialized health blocks doctors uh, try to help you analyze and figure out what that health data means in your life progress and process and in that way can can assure you and help you and coach you on your health journey throughout throughout your life so that it also can be a preventive measure for people uh, and besides that we also are working on physical locations we call them health blocks checkpoints where you can go in-depth testing like uh, for example we are working on blood tests that you can do um, at our checkpoint and that you have your results within 10 minutes. So you get right away, you get your results and can discuss that with the health box doctor. 
and there you can also be uh, advised about home monitoring systems or other things that can help you in your health and lifestyle. So we're really aiming here on a multi-dimensional uh, system, a healthcare system, which is consists of a part of home monitoring, a physical source or, or checkpoints as we call them, and also uh, really personalized guidance by health blocks doctors. And those are doctors, uh, trained physicians that are very specialized trained in lifestyle and health data, so in the preventive side of things. So it's kind of like complex, but if you if you talk about uh, the ingrainment of healthcare systems and how hard it is to innovate from the healthcare systems, we really thought that we need to take it out of the healthcare environment and in parallel need to build this new healthcare system that is really designed at the core to help people stay healthy throughout their life. And as Ryan mentioned, from the start, we, we kind of like noticed that, that the ownership of data herein is crucial. That is a fundamental part of the design of a new healthcare system. And if it's not in there, we feel that we would miss a big opportunity uh, in the development of this. And that's why we're so glad that we met iTech and, and we are working together. Absolutely. You know, I think uh, going back to that data ownership point you guys both made, it sounds a little non-intuitive in a way, right? Like, why do I need to own my data when I can have other service providers really manage it? But it's almost, you know, it's similar to kind of building a credit history. That is the reflection of your interaction with the financial world. And if you think about it, you know, it's really a shame that we ourselves don't own that credit history. And, and in the healthcare industry, it's even a bigger travesty that, you know, in the past, Maybe the technology wasn't there that could support the ability for us to own our data. But now that it's here, the opportunity for us to own this data is finally here. You know, stemming from the ownership of the data, I'm curious to know, you know, what other types of things, you know, people can do with their data. Maybe talk a little bit more about, you know, your vision. You know, are you trying to give everyone kind of like a data locker or how do, how do people really take care of their data uh, from a user perspective, given this model? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good question. What you said before, with like you build a credit history and you get a profile about your journey through credit life, basically. With health data, uh, we truly think that it's important and the data becomes more valuable when you start to log this journey, this health journey of yours, right? Like every, every point in time of your life, when you step on a scale or uh, from any kind of, of data measuring about your health and you do not store it somewhere safe, it gets lost. Whereas we think like if you are able to save this data for yourself uh, in a safe storage, then you start to build this profile about yourself. And the longer uh, you measure and record this data, the, the more accurate you can see what kind of journey somebody has been going on. And also from that long journey that they've had and the, the more data points you, you get uh, from different devices, uh, you can start to learn. And the more you learn about somebody's data, the better you can predict where somebody is going at with their with their health, and learning about this uh, allows us to give better guidance and better feedback to the person. But then again, a difficult thing here is like if you want somebody to own the, the data themselves and you want to perform analysis on on this data in a trusted fashion, that's a difficult thing, and that's also something where what IoTex is actually uh, doing with the confidential computing, it's a fine field to see how we can use this data for a customer, while also providing a, a good health service uh, with analysis on the data that is generated by the user. Absolutely, and it's relevant for so many different downstream use cases, right? Like stemming from owning your data. That's, a, that's already a big challenge, right? That, you know, IOTEX personally has been working on with devices like UCAM and Pebble Tracker. It's important to know for, you know, 
the viewers that the anatomy of these IoT devices are all generally pretty similar, right? Whether they're used to capture uh, light readings, aka video from your home, or bodily readings from different wearables or sleep trackers or things like that. It's really about finding the ways to compartmentalize the data and to find ownership of it, to find provenance of it. But once it's owned by the user, the next big step is allowing them to also use it in a privacy-preserving fashion, right? And this is in the healthcare space once we start talking about things like using health data for insurance claims or for insurance underwriting or even just regular doctor visits, right? The possibilities are really kind of endless. I want the listeners to also know that you know, Ryan and Roseanne have been really working on this for you know, the better part of a year now. So we'd love to learn more about this past year. Really interesting to me is we've had a lot of discussions about the Netherlands as a space that is really ripe for testing out this concept. Um, of course, if you want to launch uh, a new product or a new application that's very health first, health forward, you need to find a, a first adopter community that's really uh, passionate about this. And it really sounds like in this special zone within the Netherlands, you guys have found a great testing bed uh, for this. So maybe describe a little bit of that. How are you gonna use this initial community to really test out the concept and uh, bring it to more people after that? Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal because you need the right environment to test out such an innovative solution that we have. And we think the Netherlands is a great fit because we know the, the space quite well, especially in preventive healthcare. Um, it's a small world, I think, in, in every niche, but, but in preventive healthcare in the Netherlands as well. We are working together with quite some people there. And, and I think that is one of the most promising things that we see in the Netherlands, especially under the, the students that are, are studying medicine here and the young doctors are very enthusiastic and very inspired to find new ways to do their jobs. We, we spoke to so many physicians that are kind of like, yeah, really sick of only having 10 minutes with their patients, always need to prescribe pills, don't have the time to really get to know somebody. Um, and when we're talking about help us with them, they're like, wow, then I have more background data where I can uh, have the conversation on, maybe not even make my decision based on the data per se, but have a different conversation with the person that's sitting across from you. Uh, and also they're looking at, hey, then I can spend so much more time on the preventive side of things, on the lifestyle side of things. And that is something that is very promising for us because we want to create a new kind of doctor. It's places outside of the traditional healthcare system. So we, we are looking, I think for a lot of part-time uh, people. So they will, will be working as a, kind of like a normal doctor in the healthcare system, but also maybe want to spend two or three days a week as a health box doctor, um, seeing people that are looking more for prevention and lifestyle advice. Um, but that is something that we see here in the Netherlands, which is very promising. Uh, and besides that, we also see it by the insurer's side. Uh, I think when you talk about insurers, they are pretty happy about the investments that they're making in preventive healthcare uh, type of solutions. Also on the research side of it, so from research perspective, people are more looking into home monitoring data to make a shift more also not only to the prevention, but also predictive medicine, uh, which I think is, is very interesting and promising, uh, also when you link it to health blocks. But those are kind of like the fields that we feel that are shifting. And we also see now, of course, with the COVID, people are so much more aware about lifestyle, about health, about more risk people uh, have to become very ill when they have chronic diseases, underlying causes. Uh, so we see from all that kind of like things that pieces of the puzzle are, are moving and they're coming much more together in the past year 
because when we're talking about this concept maybe two or three years ago you felt it was kind of like not getting as much energy and people like are still need to get used to it but in the past year or even the past six months the interest is way different than we felt before it seems almost as if people start to care more about their health like when you when you get, see the numbers about how many people get sick at a younger age every year people start to care more about hey if i'm if i'm gonna have grandchildren i want to see them while i'm still healthy or, or as healthy as possible so people start to, to shift their focus towards how can I age more healthy? And I think health books can play a very crucial role in guiding you through that journey. And also at some point we noticed that people started to come up with their own ideas like, well, I want to measure this type of data or this type of data. Well, I think that this datafication of yourself is starting to become more and more important, but you would definitely need a very trusted party that can help you on this journey. And we see that the tech-savvy environment in the Netherlands, lots of young people uh, want to start on this journey and they're quite keen to test. And uh, I think that's also like the first type of customers that we're trying to look for uh, to test these new devices and this new way of measuring your own health through your life. Absolutely. You know, what I really love about what you guys are proposing is it's not just a win for users, but it's also a win for doctors, right? It's definitely a win-win scenario. Maybe the loser in this is the institutions, but that's a story for another day. But, you know, just allowing this free-flowing conversation between patients and users to draw an analogy to like the legal space, right? So you have client attorney privilege that all the conversations you're having with your attorney are private and uh, will never be leaked even in the court of law, right? So having this type of ability to have those conversations in a fully private setting with your doctor, I feel really addresses like a unique part of the spectrum, right? On one side of the spectrum, you have very small minor issues that you know people go to WebMD or just Google, like why am I feeling this way? And maybe they can get some guidance about over-the-counter type of medicines to take, and then they feel a little better. And on the flip side, you know, they feel so bad that they have to go to the doctor or the hospital, but everything in between, even things to do with like mental health, like why am I feeling a little down today? Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with my bodily vitals. You can really start to have those conversations with your doctors. And I feel like, you know, for me, that's so powerful, especially for the younger generation that would love to hit up their doctor via text message and just have a conversation about their health. And it's really giving them a, a new channel, a new lifeline. Yeah. You know, do you guys feel this from your own perspective? Like, you know, where, did, where does this kind of motivation to bring this to the world come from? Well, yeah, I think what you just described, Larry, is, is very much of our own experience as well. If I talk from a personal perspective is that I kind of like miss an infrastructure that's helping or coaching me with my health. I, I think if I plot myself on a kind of like a health scale, I'm very health aware. Uh, I, I try to live healthy and have a healthy lifestyle. But in every phase of your life, uh, it's not a bad idea to have some health guidance and have a structural way in doing that, especially when you start a little bit early. Uh, if I have an appointment with my health labs doctor like two times a year uh, when we go over the health data that I collected and we have an open conversation about how I feel uh, and when we talk about health, very important that you also notice the mental health part because we see health in a broad perspective, not only the physical part but also the mental part uh, and the emotional part like how is your work-life balance going, um, how is your young family going. If you have that conversation like maybe two times a year, um, you already have some structure in working on your health before things are an issue or, or before things are going too big to handle. 
Um, and that is something that we truly believe is the spirit of preventive healthcare. And not only also preventive healthcare, like turning around diabetes types two, which is very good when you can, but start already very young in your life and have a structural way of monitoring and helping with your health. Uh, and that is something that is very, something the, the entire team truly believes on and that we also miss in our current, current field of, of health, um, healthcare professionals that we have, missing that structure into it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think as far as the structure goes, I think it's well underway to really reinventing uh, the infrastructure of the future to really enable this proactive and reactive kind of mix of healthcare. But you know, just thinking about even the in three years or in five years or in ten years, right? Um, what's like the vision, you know, for the overall healthcare industry? Like we talk a lot about, you know, this avenue of proactive healthcare and reactive healthcare. But if you're trying to explain kind of uh, how these type of industries kind of mesh together, or what the three to five year vision for HealthBox is, how would you describe that? Yeah, well, when we're thinking about three to five years, our focus is, is getting very strong digital infrastructure that can facilitate this, this healthcare infrastructure, because then we believe that we can also uh, grow bigger on the, on the physical parts of the, of the concept. But it's kind of like finding ways to get things up started, uh, which is, which is very, very hard as well, because it's very new. Um, but we're hoping that we have some health blocks checkpoints, some physical checkpoints where you can go in, um, have your blood tested, have a body composition tested, and then have your appointment with, with your health health doctor, like maybe one or two times a year. Uh, but on the digital side, then we have the infrastructure, uh, the digital app in which you can collect and store your health data, but also you can collect your lifestyle data uh, and have some quick questions with your health health doctor when you, when you have some questions, uh, but also can, have, can put yourself into some challenges. So for example, I want to try out intermittent fasting for a month. What does it do to my health data when you have a home monitoring system as well? Uh, so in that way, we want to integrate it into somebody's life. And we believe that probably we're going to start first with the health box checkpoints. So one physical store in which we can uh, test some things out. And during that time, also uh, develop the digital part, lay some fundamentals there, and then combining them those together from the start. Uh, but in three to five years, we hope that we have different checkpoints in the Netherlands and maybe even Europe, uh, but also have a fast-growing phase of, of members that we just guide throughout their entire year. It's amazing. Yeah, I think uh, even personally, you know, I've been thinking a lot about my personal health lately, uh, trying to work from home, you know, exercising a bit less. Um, but, you know, the intermittent fasting thing, that's something I tried, right? But I was going straight off of feel. Like, how do I feel today? after not eating for 16 hours and eating a meal. Um, but, you know, having that data to back it up, even things like, you know, very popular in the States these days are sleep trackers, like people wearing these rings that really tell them how much deep sleep they've gotten, how much REM they've gotten. And just thinking about, you know, if I had the ability to real-time process that data, that can help me have a better day, right? If I didn't have a greater day, you know, a lot of the metrics you see from Apple Watches today and things like that are, no, it's time to stand up, it's time to move. But those are not really based on your data as a whole. Those are kind of just generally prescriptive best practices. But having that extra layer of customization, I think really brings this entire use case to a different level. Uh, also, once you have that data with all these health data triggers, you can start to automate even other parts of your life, right? Like if you had uh, you know, a poor health day in the past and you, know, you didn't eat correctly, then maybe the next day when the future is more automated, 
then you know you have food kind of directly shipped to you then they can customize that food to make up for the, the maybe the health missteps you made in the past day maybe you ate some mcdonald's and now it's time to eat a salad with these types of things so it's really interconnecting all these data sets together which is really what we're excited about in the iotex ecosystem but before we get there it's really all about amassing this group of privacy conscious and data ownership conscious people so really excited to you know welcome you guys into the community and uh, we'll definitely have a lot of uh, great updates on the health blocks project uh, going forward but you know roseanne ryan really excited to have you on the podcast today and make any final words for, for the community about health blocks or uh, some things to look forward to? Yeah, we are really thankful that we've been able to work together with IOTEX that we found uh, something such as the IOTEX uh, platform. Um, it's something very unique, uh, something that, that is ahead of the curve and we're, we're really, really looking forward to start bringing new products to the market as well that people can start seeing and using in their own daily lives. Uh, I think that's, that's something that, that's from, from the crypto space perspective, I think we need more products and more services that are built on top of the blockchain that people can start using in their everyday lives. And uh, with Outblocks, we're, we're truly looking forward to operate on this intersection between blockchain, healthcare, IoT devices, and in the future, confidential computing and AI, something like that. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so how can people learn more uh, about Health Blocks? Well, on the website, people can subscribe to the newsletter. Hopefully within now to uh, two months, we have some very good updates about how everything is progressing and when we are going to launch the first Health Blocks checkpoint. So if people are interested, they can always subscribe to the newsletter and, and stay up to date. Awesome. Yeah, so that's for the IoTech community. Definitely check out Health Blocks on their website. And if you want to drop a direct line to Ryan and Roseanne, I'm sure they're happy to share more about their vision for Health Blocks. But more yeah. updates to come. Uh, definitely really looking forward to working alongside the Health Blocks team to bring this new version of healthcare to reality. So thank you guys so much for the time today. And we'll be sure to check in with you guys uh, very soon. Thanks, Larry. Thank you, Larry. <laughs>